Welcome in. You're listening to the official Basement Fort podcast. Watch full episodes at youtube.com slash basementfort with new episodes dropping every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. This episode is supported entirely by the generous support of our patrons. Let's dive in. Yeah. How you doing? I mean, we're both wearing pink today. This yes, is we are. It's a dusty pink as well. It's a it's a muted uh, uh what is dusty it called? Dusty rose. What are the what are the Easter colors called? Pastels? Yes. Mm. The muted pastel. If you could take pink and make it earthier. Because our pallor is really a muted pastel as well. It's just yes. it's all really dull, really muted kind of palette here. Your pink reminds me of a mineral that they gave us in earth science class. Oh. Rose quartz? Quartz, probably. Mm. But that wasn't the one that we would... We we licked a few rocks. I was just going to say, do you remember the lick test? And what what are you testing for when you lick rocks in earth science? Uh, Because I remember we had to lick sulfur and it tasted salty. But I just... Hardness. Hardness? Hardness test. I thought that was when you scratch it on a piece of slate. (laughs) If it cuts your tongue, hard. Doesn't cut your tongue soft like talc? I think I think it was something different. It was a saltiness test. Saltiness, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was wonder, possibly more like it. I wonder if you know anyone who's tuning in happens to be a, a an Earth geologist, an earth scientist, a geologist, earth in fact. scientist. Let us know why you lick rocks. Mm. In speaking about rocks and segue. the licking of such. We are rejoining Pim and Dirk uh, after a very eventful day prior. Yeah. So we uh, arrived at White River, which mm-hmm. is a town north of Windhaven. Yep. Um, and we, it is a, uh, what is it? A, 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 a sheep town, mm-hmm. a, a flocking town. A what flocking, am I trying to say? <laughs> a flocking town. <laughs> a town in which they breed and raise sheep. Yep. Um, but it is more of a bustling town mm-hmm. um, than we give it credit for. Um, we make our way to the tavern because we need to sojourn a little bit. Mm-hmm. We sojourn successfully. We grab a couple pint, uh, Pim and Wynn mm-hmm. grab a couple pints of ale uh, Dirk decides to do what in order to sojourn? Dirk wanted to just get out with some of the animals yeah. and feel like his spirit was a little bit low. Yeah. He watched over a couple of flocks with some shepherds. Maybe the shepherds didn't even ask him for his help, uh-huh. but he gave it anyway, was able to fend off a wolf from attacking a flock of sheep. Yeah. Just had a great day. He had a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day, we decide to make a game plan. We mm-hmm. go back to the tavern, the name of which is eluding me. Um, but we go back to that tavern. It was the Undertow. The Undertow Inn. Or just Undertow. Just Undertow? Maybe it was one of those pretentious places that doesn't have a the in front of the name. Kind of like Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs is not the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Yes. It's just Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Yes. So it's just Undertow Just Inn. Undertow. Just undertow in. Okay, great. So they go to the under. They go to under. It's difficult. Yeah, it is. They go tell to, tell yeah yeah yes about it. <laughs> they go to undertow in, mm-hmm. um, and as they are making their plans, who but Tessa, Dirk's sister, Overvacher, mm-hmm. um, appears mm-hmm. and has been tracking them for days. Not hard to find, turns out. Not hard to find because we are wanted heads in. 
Windhaven. Oops. Because we blew up a bunch of docks. Yeah. But she caught up with us, uh, realized, uh, revealed to the group that, unfortunately, the iron blight in Borwood has not, has uh, worsened. Yeah. It has spread deeper into the deep wilds, and there are more pockets of the deep wilds that are corrupted by this iron blight. And she came herself because she's not convinced we're going fast enough. Sure. She's not convinced we even know that the menace has advanced. We've been going pretty fast. <laughs> We've been doing as fast as we can, but <laughs> clearly it's not fast enough for Tessa. Nope. Um, but it's fortuitous because we need as much help as we can get going mm-hmm. north. Yep. Um, the plan that we share with Tessa is that we're going to go north um, and attempt to find the headquarters of this sect. Yep. Um, we're going to find who's responsible for meddling with the Starforged Black Iron mm-hmm. that is inevitably releasing the blight onto the Iron Lands. Yeah. Um, but hearkening back to a couple episodes ago, Arthelius Torn had reason to believe that, you know, they are increasing their production mm-hmm. of mining of this black black iron mm-hmm. uh, and that they're up to something very nefarious and very dangerous. So we rejoin Pim, Dirk, Tessa, Wynn, mm-hmm. the four of them, as they ventured north mm-hmm. and had just arrived in a small mining town in the Veiled Mountains. Correct. Uh, they s- messed up their furs mm-hmm. with a little bit of extra soot, mm-hmm. grabbed a few pickaxes, mm-hmm. and started heading directly toward the quarry yeah. to get some answers as to where they can track this cult down. And here we are. The four of them, we have our horses with us. Mm-hmm. Do we take our horse? We're, we have to take our horses with us uh, to come into town. I feel like that would look a bit, I don't know. Are we trying to be inconspicuous? What do we do with our horses, though? Is it conspicuous or inconspicuous? Inconspicuous. Uh, we leave them tied up somewhere. But what about... Have you ever owned a horse before? Ridden a horse before? Yes, but we could be days. Don't sure. you think? Yep. Right. So let's take them with us and hopefully they have a stable okay. to board them in. Great. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. No, of course we're finding a stable. <gasps> oh, great. I thought you meant that we're just going into the mines with our horses. No, no, no. Let's find a stable. We are getting clearer Close by. on the plan. <laughs> Go. So I'm going to roll yes, no, if Go. we can see stables nearby. I mean, it's a it's a town. Yeah. There's got to be stables. Yes. All right. I'm Absolute. not even going to roll on that. Absolutely. Um, They walk. They are covered in soot at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we this has been a week-long journey up to this place, so we smell. Mm-hmm. We look kind of gross. Yep. We look like we could blend in with a mining community. Sure. So we walk in, mm-hmm. and... Uh, there is no, as we established before, there's no clear fortified wall around this mining town. It's really all just kind of open. And this town is in remote of remote areas. Yeah. We're in a mountain range, mm-hmm. essentially. It was some doing to get up to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of no reason to have excess fortifications because who the heck is coming up here? Who's coming up? And the biggest, I guess... Uh, marker of the place is that there is a massive hole, mm-hmm. just a massive mining hole yeah. that is acres long mm-hmm. um, with a bunch of scaffolding going down like a spiral yep. all the way down mm-hmm. as they mine, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and create this kind of chasm yep. in the earth. Yeah. Um, so I would say that, you know, maybe a little bit farther to the right um, 
is, you know, beyond the hole that is directly in front of us mm-hmm. is more the residential yeah. sect of the town. Yeah. Um, you've got a general store. You've got yeah. uh, living quarters for most of the uh, miners and workers themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very, very small, the smallest inn you've ever seen. Sure. Because who would visit? Yeah. But a tavern inside for the workers to enjoy themselves after a long day's work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and adjacent to that inn is a couple of stalls where we can leave our horses. Yes. Also, uh, invisible are some, you know, roughly roughly constructed brick houses with thatched roofs. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's cold up here. Yeah. It's a lot colder. Um, as you can see, there's soot staining the snow yep. as we walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lead our horses to the stables. Having left the horses, a small flurry of snow begins to fall. Oh. Uh, and they, Pim, Dirk, Wynn, and Tessa tie their horses off. Mm-hmm. And I would say at this point, head toward the mine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you all have everything with you? Did you clear your saddlebags? Yeah. What? The saddlebags on the horses. Did you, did you take things out of it that you oh, need? Oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> Turk uh, runs back, grabs the stuff he needs, returns. Great. So I guess we're just going to look for work and... Yeah. What am I going to do with my big spear? Oh, right. You have a big spear, don't you? I got a really big weapon. Great. Um, well, I'll leave it. I'll leave it tied to the horse for now. Okay. And I'll uh, Dirk grabs some excess like fabric he found and he wraps it around the end of the the pointed iron tipped spear. Does it not collapse? Like, does it not? Does you know, my spear collapse? Yeah, you know, like it, you know, condense onto itself for portability. Certainly doesn't. Great. It's a long wooden quarterstaff that is sharp at one end. And you don't have any other weapons on you. Uh, I just got this utility knife. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so. Let's see if I can... <laughs> I can see if I can... That would be smart to disguise we it might. somehow. Oh, I've got an idea. What's uh, your idea? Turk, uh, Dirk um, wraps linen that he has around either side of his long spear. Uh-huh. He then... Uh, Nearby in the stalls of horses, mm-hmm. there are nearby like slop buckets. Uh huh. Right? He sees the water trough for the horses, mm-hmm. fills both buckets full of water, uh huh, rests the spear across his back, <gasps> and put hangs the buckets from either side. Smart. And he's like, Miners need to drink too, right? Absolutely. And these buckets are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> What was Tessa's uh, weapon? Do we remember? Also a spear. A spear? I believe, yeah. I think she was either a bow or a close quarters. I don't remember. Well, I guess. I don't know. Um, and what she does is she takes a um, a hay, a kind of hay spear, uh-huh. like a, a trident uh-huh. kind of thing that has a short handle. She fashions... Pitchfork. A pitchfork. Yep. There we go. Thank you. And she takes... Um, actually... No, she takes her pickaxe. Mm-hmm. This makes more sense. She takes her pick- pickaxe, mm-hmm. and um, again, same deal. She covers the spear with linen, mm-hmm. and then she affixes her pickaxe to the spear. So it's just a pickaxe with an extra long handle. Tessa, you just have a super long pickaxe? Yeah, because like, you know, for example, like if, if, if something's like hard to reach, like say, I don't know, like there's like a hole that like a person can't get through, but like you want to like keep making, keep making progress, progress through, the tunnel. through the tunnel. So like you, you know, 
It's an extra long spear. And at the end, the pickaxe is just a little bit like bent <laughs> at the end of the shaft. And Dirk holding his... All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's say Wynn is armed with daggers. Yep. Would that, would that make sense? Absolutely. Great. Uh, probably some range as well. Mm, sure. Bow and arrow. Yeah. Um, Dart gun? Uh, Sling? Sling with stones? Sling with stones and daggers? Sling I with like stones that. and daggers. Yes, because as a thief also, he can use those stones to distract yeah. folks and use them for just stealth. Great. Create distractions. So sling with stones, mm-hmm. two daggers. Easily but concealable. has a bow. And, and a his bow. F- yeah. I mean, we could, I mean, she has a, she has a cloak on because it's winter. Can, um, can, do we think she can successfully hide her bow beneath her cloak? Yes. Uh... I have an idea for that. Okay. Uh, Dirk, to make room for the water. Yes. uh, The water carrying device he's made. Yeah. Undoes his wolf pelt. Uh Uh-huh. That has been imbued with the bind magic. Right. And Pim has a cloak, yes? Yes, yes. But we need a little bit. They all have cloaks. We need a little bit extra to conceal this bow. Okay. So he's going to take Pim's bow, conceal it under the wolf pelt. Oh. And tie the wolf pelt around Pim's neck, kind of making it look like her cloak is just a little bit more ornately decorated. Oh. And this way, Pim gets a plus one to her edge. Whoa! Don't you want the plus one, though, just in case you have to use it? Do you never use edge? No. Great! I try try not to. Great! So this way, your edge is, like, beefed up even (sighs) farther. That's amazing! Yeah. So that way you can can, uh, roll even higher. Plus four on edge. It'll be... You you get a plus one when making edge-related moves. Great! Thank you. Yeah. That's a great solution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So I feel good about this. (sighs) Right. Um, Should we go? Go find some work. Hey, let's clock in, everybody. <laughs> Whatever. Even though I don't really have a grasp of what what that could possibly mean. Hey, can we go? Because I want this finished as <laughs> soon as possible. <laughs> grumpy win. <laughs> I make win like really grumpy. The four of them begin walking down the slope mm-hmm. into where the huge quarry begins and begins to turn into a mine. Uh-huh. They get to right where the... Land starts to slope down. Uh-huh. Dirk looks at him and goes, okay, what do you think we should do? Split up or stay together, the four of us? Stay together. Absolutely stay together. Stay together? Okay. Yes. Because we, co- we could perhaps cover more ground and assess more information if we like split into teams of two or something. Right. But how are we going to reconvene? I mean, the place is enormous. What time do you think their shift is done? I have no idea. Sunset? Well, unless this is a... 24-7 operation. Well, I don't want to look like I'm cutting out of my shift early. Okay. Because then camaraderie with my colleagues at that point is just completely shot. Great. So what's your plan? Oh. Do you have a plan? No. Great. I say the four of us go talk to someone in charge and say that we're looking for work. Okay. I'll lead the way offering refreshments. Great. Okay. They begin to walk, uh, and walking past, because they're not in the deepest parts of the mine yet, they don't see too many 
miners just some occasionally maybe ending their shift beginning their shift Mm -hmm. uh they start to head their way down more of the scaffolding begins to appear overhead Mm -hmm. as they spiral around the huge mine they begin to hear footsteps above them and the clinking of pickaxe on stone Mm -hmm. become more and more prevalent as they descend. Mm -hmm. And they see uh, clearly distinguishing between workers who are clad in brown. Mm -hmm. And obviously that brown uniform is completely blackened and dirty Mm -hmm. um, from the soot Mm -hmm. of the mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And it seems like um, there are also, the people in charge are wearing very specific hats. Mm -hmm. Um, They are just your regular kind of page boy hat mm-hmm. um, with a badge uh, with a with a maybe one that a ba- badge that was once brass but is now of course tarnished ah um, and we f- we go up to one Dirk kind of walks up hello Ari what we have here long day of uh, might care for a uh, drink ah so hospitality sent you yep yeah sure uh, I don't you know get, you go get first around. pick First pick, all right. And he takes his canteen mm-hmm. and he dumps it in the water, which is extremely unsanitary. Blip, 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 but that's how they're blip, just going to do it. Blip, 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 blip. All right, I'll just go on and make the rounds. What are the rest of you doing? Yeah, sure. Uh, they're just heading to start their day. Uh, they were coming from hospitality too, some injuries, but they got mended up, got taped up. Right, well, I don't know what to do with you, so just keep going down and uh, see if you can... Help out some more people. Yeah, so about that, right? Uh, I was just curious. Like, uh, we were asked to check out. There's a member of the distribution team, the the export team, that also had like something they needed tended to from hospitality, and we were going to go check on them. Do you think they'd be like close by if you could point us to the way where distribution is? This is your first day on the job. And I'd like to roll compel to see if I yeah. can get this guy to talk. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. You're asking where distribution is? Yeah. Like wh- where are we loading up the product? Great. You know what I mean? Great. Because, we, because we're clearly from hospitality. Yeah. He needs water, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Why I'm taking three injured people over to him, I don't really know. <laughs> But that's for the role to decide, And Catherine. as Dirk said that, Pim, like, grabs her arm, Tessa grabs her back, and yeah. Wynn, <laughs> Wynn just sort of looks, like, you know, maimed in general. Yep, yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this is, uh-oh. Is this charm, pacify, barter, or convince? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm convincing. You're convincing. I mean, it is a lie, so that would be shadow. What's higher? <laughs> I'm just going to be so Because convincing. you're equally lying, but you're also convincing. I have water. Yeah. I'm not lying about having water. And you're very charming. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Weak hit? That's a weak hit. Great. As above, so they'll do what you want and share what they know, but they ask something of you in return. Envision okay. what they want or ask the oracle. Did you hit your head or something? Are you I mean, a little injured bit related as well? To why? I mean, that was a while ago, but I, I'm i like, you know, a little fuzzy in some parts. But, you know, hospitality said that over time I was going to get more of my faculties back. I think it was like they said concussion. Right, right, right. I don't have time for this. So obviously the distribution center is 
on the north side of the mine. Okay. We're on the south. Bummer. But yeah. you got to finish your rounds with the, the water first. Okay. Can I, uh, can I send some of my hospitality crew, you know, over that way, and then I can finish my rounds with the water? You want us to go as like a And he group. doesn't, he's already turned his back. He's already turned his back, and he's yelling at his workers, and he just has no time. He has no time to answer your question. Dirk swings around and nearly <laughs> clonks Pim in the head with one of his buckets. God almighty! You heard him, guys. Let's go tend to some other folks here. Great. Uh, great. So, Tessa and Wynn, you go to the north side of the mine. I'll stay with Dirk. Sound good? Dirk starts walking down the mine. Clink. Clink. Clink, clink, clink. clink sure, clink. that sounds great. But, like, when are we going to... Hold on, hold on, hold on. When are we going to meet back up with you guys? Let's say in two hours. Two hours? An hour? I don't know how deep this mine goes and how far, how many people need water. And Tessa looks at the sky and she's like, when the sun moves to like, I don't know, a couple of degrees Mm -hmm. east, Mm -hmm. west. Yeah. West. Sun sets in the west. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So when it moves, I don't know, an hour Mm -hmm. west. Mm Mm-hmm. Come find us. Okay. All right? Got it. And... You shouldn't look directly at the sun. It's not healthy. You, like, make a boar sound and Mm -hmm. we'll know... I'll make a boar sound and you'll know it's us. Yeah. Sound good? Sounds great. Great. So, Tessa and Wynn move north. Mm Mm-hmm. And the interesting part is that you have to go all the... You have to, like, literally walk the circumference... That's f- I'm sorry, so, the diameter, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so that's far. Circumference. Circumference of yeah. this entire mine, mm-hmm. halfway, mm-hmm. in order to get to the north side. They're on the south side, so it's going to take them a while. Yep. Um, and it's funny how they both, like, kind of hobble. <laughs> they both, like, <laughs> are continuing to feign injury. They're limping. Um, to get to the mine. Okay. And now we have to continue distributing. Pim and Dirk eventually make their way down far enough to where they see a couple of mine carts on rails mm-hmm. and a smaller opening into uh-huh. where the mine shaft itself begins. Mm-hmm. They walk in perhaps for maybe a hundred feet, mm-hmm. clink in the bucket to and fro mm-hmm. before eventually they see a, ah, finally, Ooh, some refreshments, thank you. Would you like some water, sir? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a worker grabs their canteen, dunks it in. Mm-hmm. Takes a long, long swig. Oh, oh. God, is that water? Appreciate is that, you. Is that water over there? Oh. Oh. And Dirk just begins, like, getting... And the guy has no canteen. He just dunks his head in the bucket <laughs> and slurps. Oh. It's like the soot from his face is now just like blackening the surface of the water. Yeah. Oh God! Thank you so much. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought I was a goner there. How you guys? uh, (sighs) How you guys feeling? How's uh, operations going today? Oh, you know, it's just like more of this stuff. They just want this one thing. It's just like unbelievable that like there's a ton of other like great ore down there. They just want this one thing. Have you guys felt like a lot of? You know, is there like, are you Hold guys on. trying to meet a deadline? Have well, you felt pressure on you? Yeah, whatever? it's like insane. Like they just want like so much, so much of this all the okay, time. And it's like they're paying fine. It's like fine. It's like I'm putting food on my table. But it's just like, why? There's like, there's like silver. And there's like, I've, I had a gold ore the other day. They don't care. Again, uh, and then you hear like, ah, 
whoa, is that water? And then somebody dunks their head in the other bucket on Dirk's left, and he's just getting, like, <laughs> shoved across. And as Dirk is busy with that, Pim finally sees stacks and stacks and stacks of what she intimately knows as Starforged Black Iron. Ooh. This Ooh. mine, mm-hmm. it seems, from what this worker just told us, yeah. is exclusively dedicated to the production mm. of mining black iron. Yeah. Wow. What would Pim like to do with that info? I now? think, I mean, I don't know. We just clock it. I think mm-hmm. she just clocks it for mm-hmm. now. Ah, you got to come this way. Some of the other, uh, some of the other folks in Shaft B really need some water. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sure. And we go that way. Do, do we say they eventually make their rounds? Dirk's buckets have emptied, do or is there more info you need to glean? Else? Like, do we need to? F- no, we know where the distribution place is. Mm-hmm. We just have to get there. Yeah, I feel like if we know, well, we know it's north. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, we cut to a limping Tessa and Win. Yeah, let's go back to them who arrive at the export center. Mm-hmm. They see many carriages mm-hmm. that are tightly concealed um, with like a rough hewn, almost like a tarp, but they, you know, whatever materials. Burlap. Yeah, burlap tarps mm-hmm. over the top of these wagons mm-hmm. bound tightly. Mm-hmm. The wagons themselves fully enclose and they are under tight lock and key. Oh. Each one. Uh, horse-drawn carriages in a straight line um, out in front of kind of like how like a you know an 18 wheeler backs up to like a freight entrance sure there's like an elevated platform okay that kind of like a train platform you're standing where the carts would be loaded yeah and they move forward they load so they get to basically this elevated platform overlooking a straight row of horse-drawn carriages so it's like an operation yeah oh yeah wow okay all right so well. this is it and we're hidden uh we're, we're hopefully we're like kind of hidden from view how do you think how do we think they want to play this how do you think we should play this i mean okay so like there's a bunch of horse-drawn Hearts. Yeah. And like, as far as the eye can see, there is a bunch of, I don't know, like rocks in these boxes. Mm-hmm. And then they push the box onto the buckboard thing. Let's, let's get into and see if this center has at least some side office that can clue us in as to where this stuff is going. Or let's just like wait it out and see real quick. I, I just want to see like what happens after all of the, what the, like the rocks are like pushed onto the thing and then what? Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, so, like, so Tessa and Wynn uh, post up kind of like near a nearby structure out of sight yeah. of workers to where they can peek across to see what's happening. And we see that as, as described, mm-hmm. the... These like wooden crates, mm-hmm. basically covered with burlap tarp, are pushed on to these buggies, mm-hmm. um, and the next horse-drawn bu- buggy comes, and like an assembly line, the next crate is pushed on um, until I want to say a train of like nine mm-hmm. 
deep mm-hmm. of these carts um, are all full. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we see mm-hmm. black hooded figures mm-hmm. in pairs of two mount the horses. Mm-hmm. Or would they mount the buggy? I think you mount the buggy at that point. Yeah. They mount the they... buggy. So there's 18 of them, I mm-hmm. guess, if this is a nine thing and it takes two to pilot them, I guess. Yep. And they all, at the same time, take off. Yeah. Down a road. All right. Well, there's our answer, looks like. Uh, well, do you recognize those guys? Oh, yeah. You do? Uh, and I feel like Wynn goes in and explains to Tessa a little while his business dealings. Yeah. And recognizes the garb uh-huh. of them being zealots from that cult, that sect that he was doing business with. Okay. 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 So like we're thinking that that caravan, mm-hmm. that like train of buggies yeah. is all going to wherever they want to do with this. They were really demanding clients, right? So, and they wanted seemingly an endless supply of this stuff. So here's what I figure. They probably do their onload and offload around the same time each day. They're probably according to a schedule, right? Same time tomorrow, we find a way to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What if they do a night, what if they, I mean, like, what if they do a night shipment too? Well, we don't have that information. We know that around this time they do an offload. Okay. We subdue a couple of zealots. We try to get some outfits and, uh, we make our way there and, uh, Pim and Dirk, those crates weren't so big, but. We can at least probably fit one of them inside as cargo. And that's our uh, way in. In the buggy? Yeah. Okay. So long as it's not me. I'm sorry. Do you have anything better? <laughs> Does everything have to be a snide comeback? Just devil's advocate, bro. For what? <laughs> what are you advocating? Who's the devil in this circumstance? I just want to make sure that what we decide is fair and consensual amongst all parties. Let's go. And Pim already, uh, uh, without a limp anymore, Wynn already starts walking back toward uh, kind of the main center of town. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So the plan is we're going to find some zealots and subdue them. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Great. We zoom back yep. to Pim and Dirk, who are completing their rounds providing refreshment to mm-hmm. the workers which has now become cloudy dusty uh sediment for uh-huh. everyone after enough miners have dunked their heads uh-huh. inside the bucket dirk has come to know that these are head dunking buckets <laughs> they're not for drinking yeah. it must be since so many have done the same exact thing right you got to cool down somehow it's a it's a hot sweaty mine yeah um and as they continue down the mine, they see two black hooded figures mm-hmm. that sort of stop them in their tracks because mm-hmm. they've seen these figures or they've seen this clothing before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like the looks of those two. Yeah, look familiar. Really familiar. Okay. Uh, do we head back before you're spotted? Yeah. 
and she pulls her cloak up, <laughs> hiding her red hair, which she should have been doing this whole time. <laughs> she pulls her cloak up and says, let's just turn on our heels and go back the way we came. And they and do. And then uh, <laughs> Dirk bonks the empty buckets like against like the side of the mineshaft wall. Uh, <laughs> luckily, the zealots are attention is occupied with other things and they quickly inconspicuously make their way out they're the two most conspicuous people very conspicuous you have a six four hulking dude you have a five foot tiny redhead yeah but what does what does a mine worker look like you know they take all shapes and sizes all it takes all types it takes all types yeah to to earn an honest living just banging down rocks you know yeah we'll say they reconvene near where the horses were stabled. Okay. How'd you guys do? What'd you find out? Wait. Yes. I love that they just reconvene. Okay. But they were told to meet at the north. Okay. The plan was meet Oh, Pim and Dirk were going to meet over there after they did their rounds. Yeah. Great. Love it. Only because that's what we decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make it too easy on us. I (laughs) forgot. So, okay. (laughs) So, let's say that you said that Tessa and Wynn went to the main town, mm-hmm. but... They didn't, because okay. they were all supposed to meet on the north side, and okay. I just forgot that detail. Let's say that they, like, hung low. Um, are you okay? Yep, I hurt my knee under the table. <laughs> oh, no. They hung low. Um, mm. They Maybe they continued to watch, and they saw that yet another shipment mm. went out. Mm-hmm. Maybe three hours later, which means that a ton of this stuff is being mined. Mm -hmm. I mean, an unforeseen amount of this stuff is being mined, refined, loaded into these carts, and drawn away. Yeah. And they're really only headed in one direction. Mm -hmm. That's what they've found out. Cool. And that's been very fruitful for them. Yeah. So, Pim and Dirk. And have they also seen, possibly in a similar interval of time, you know, empty ones coming back? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's all the same. It's like a circle Mm -hmm. kind of situation. Um, so let's say that Dirk has kind of ditched the buckets Mm -hmm. and has now actually used the stick that is his spear as a cane and he's also feigning injury. Yep. All of them are just (laughs) injured. Poor injured souls. Walking wounded. Um, which is their Also, we established they are like the nurse's office, but they also happen to be wounded themselves. They are from hospitality. Yeah. Yet they're also hurt. Well, they need a job to do. <laughs> I mean, they can't be just like wasted to convalesce. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. You've got two legs that are working. Go and give yeah. some people some water. Yep. Um, and so Pim and Dirk spot Tessa and Wynn, who are sort of semi-concealed mm-hmm. behind a wooden structure yep. um, that is leading to the opening where all of these carts are headed. Yeah, what time of day is it about? Let's say it's 4 p.m. We, okay. Yeah. Cool just before the sun is about to set. Mm -hmm. And um, they go, they spot each other, and they decide. Hi, so uh, what'd you guys find out? Actually, let's not talk here. Let's go back to town. Mm -hmm. Sound good? Sure, yeah. Okay, let's go. Because I just feel like, I don't know, things are... Well, what do you think? Let's go. Okay. Yeah, let's go back. So they head back to town. Um, They limp back to town. Um, because it just, again, like four injured people talking are just going to draw way too much attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
especially this ragtag bunch yeah, of people yeah. who look like they're from all different corners of the world, which they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, Pim limps, Dirk uses his cane, mm-hmm. Tessa's grabbing her side, and Wynn just looks depressed. Yep. Uh, they head Which to... Which is his normal way of walking. Yes. <laughs> and they head to the main area of town. Mm-hmm. Um, there is really no, like, merchant area there's really no place where people commune this is really just a self-sufficient town there's no reason for like traders or anything to come maybe the occasional provisional Mm -hmm. like one stop like twice a year yeah you know a big operation will stop by to provide the general store with you know supplies and food and things like that Mm -hmm. but that's it it's a one inch industry town here you know so they decide to of course but there's an inn there's got to be an inn Mm -hmm. these workers need to you know have their libations when the sun goes down so they had by this point it took them an hour Mm -hmm. to get back um it's you know 5 p.m people are getting off of work the next graveyard shift is going out to work um and so this inn is seeing a fair amount of traffic which Mm. is excellent it's called the canary song the Canary Song. Mm. I love that. Yeah. It makes me think that like maybe this town before it was a massive mining operation like had some canaries. Mm. But they're all gone now. Oh. They're all gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so they go and um, the, the same... The same foreman, I mm-hmm. guess, who had the the badge, is mm-hmm. now working the bar. It's his part time job. Oh, it's cool! Graveyard shift. Yeah. Oh, I remember you too. Hey, you're the injured ones with the the, yeah, the water. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, thankfully cut early because uh, we all we've been doing half days since we're on the mend. Right. So you here to drink or? Yeah. Fine. And he goes and Dirk, he grabs. Uh, Dirk grabs uh, some money out of his satchel. And sets it on the counter. Uh, and he says, we'll take four waters, please. <laughs> Coming right up. <laughs> he, right. Fills, he fills water. Mm-hmm. Water's not free. Nope. The Ironlands nope. slams it down. And wins like, water, really? Couldn't have asked for some ale or something. I'm sorry. I feel like we all need our wits about us. Well, And you know... Considering you took a bump on the noggin, alcohol isn't probably <laughs> the smartest idea, you know? Dirk, keep your voice down. <sighs> There's nobody in here. It's <laughs> no, it's us. actually busy. Oh, I it said it's oh, busy. Okay. I was like, <laughs> he can hear everything we're saying. <laughs> so they go into a corner. They go into a little corner booth. Yep. Um, this tavern is just rough and tumble. I mean, it, there's splinters in the wood. Yeah. It's just like, it has a terrible upkeep. It smells terrible. It smells like alcohol. But you can see, you know, old disused mining equipment mm. are like tchotchkes around the walls and stuff. Oh. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a destitute Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And canaries, taxidermied canaries. Oh, everywhere. Are everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And one of them, uh is like uh, like sticking out and has like from behind it you would assume somebody like manipulates the mouth and like sings songs during dinner service canary in the coal mine you are coming to this realization now right now okay canary in the coal mine yep (laughs) that's a really great touch yeah that's nice (laughs) thank you thank you that's very kind of you taxidermied canaries that sing that sing um, when it's time, when somebody orders shots, 
And so your shots. Yeah, everyone, they sing and everybody goes And it's crazy. really just a puppet. Like someone just like puts their hand in it and yep. sings. Mm-hmm. And, you know. It's a good gimmick. It's great. It's whatever keeps the workers, you know, in high spirits before the shift the next day. Absolutely. It's a hard life. Um, so they sit down and Pim says, all right, what, what did you all find out? So it would appear to be that the export center, the stuff is only headed in one direction. They're not being distributed south farther south into the Ironlands, it's only going one way. Also, specific intervals of the day, it would appear every three hours, they line the carts up, onload them with big containers, and once they're all loaded, our friendly hooded figures pilot these and they take off. God almighty. I know where they're going. There can only be one place that they're going. Yeah. Uh, and what were these, were these, you said that there's bird, there's, there's a, what, there's a covering? On- yeah, uh, I forgot to mention, uh, the entire back contents of these horse-drawn carriages are caged under lock and key. When they load in the product, they open the metal gate, product goes in, they shut it, they lock it up tight. Got it. Right. And hooded figures, you said? Yep. Yep. Operating the carriages. Taking them to and fro. Whatever whatever they're doing with it, they don't feel like they can trust other people in the handling of this stuff. They want to do it themselves. It's got to be the Starforge Black Iron in those cases. Well... What we found out is that this entire operation... Thirsty miners. That's <laughs> what we found out. The thirstiest men I've ever encountered in my time. Yes, Dirk, they're thirsty. Yeah. Yes. But the important thing that we found out... Thirsty for me. A whole <laughs> mine of, of workers? Thirsty for Dirk. Dirk, I feel like you're saying something that's not what we're saying like only i could provide what they were thirsting for <laughs> you know i've never felt so wanted thirsting for dirk thirsting for dirk anyway they're mining the only thing that they're mining here even though it's a really fertile mountain they're only mining starforge black iron that's it that's all they're looking for that's the only thing they were they were even discarding like it looked like other ores. Like, I saw, like, like it, they didn't care, like, what other geodes they were looking at. Like, it seemed like they were only looking for this specific stuff. That's it. When I was taken years ago, I was taken to a, a, a room. I really couldn't determine where I was. But mm. when I escaped, I was in the Veiled Mountains, and I was not far from the road. If they are only going to one place, it means that they're going to the order. It means that they're going I've to... I've got those four waters there for you. One, two, places them all down. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Kindly. No, hey, no hard stuff for us. We're on the mend. Yeah, so what are you all talking about here? You're keeping your voices down. It's a lively tavern. Why don't you come join in the, the festivities? Uh, how about you mind your own business? How's that sound? And uh, let us just enjoy this corner booth. 
She's pretty, but she's really mean. Mm, okay, and you're rude and off-putting. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Leaves. He leaves. <laughs> Thanks, Tess. That was a little heart we're trying to keep below pro whatever. What are you guys what are you guys <laughs> talking about? You're whispering? Join the festivities? <laughs> Go pound sand. So um Right, so game plan then. Yeah. Something that's formulating in my mind. Yeah. I'm just going to spitball this, okay? Go for it, go for it. Is that... Well, actually, something came to my mind too. I don't mean to like cut you off. Go ahead. But like, I don't know. It seems like there's room for four, right? Like two people could be pretending to be these like hooded figures right because it's nobody like did a check nobody did, like a security check like if you're wearing the clothes you just like get on the buggy and no questions are asked they seem to be highly trusting of folks in their own sect and they don't want anything to do with the workers or miners so it's it would appear to piggyback off of what you're saying tessa that if we're donning those robes we're we're good and apparently you two, she gestures to Pim and Dirk, are the like most wanted heads in all of the Eastern Ironlands. Thurston for Dirk. So we wonder if, go with me here, you climb in the back of the buggy with the goods. We throw the tarp over you. We disguise ourselves as these, I don't know, these like, religious like weirdos in the like black robes and we just follow the train we just follow the train of carts i don't think we have a better plan pim right no it's a pretty good plan tessa and i feel like uh finding robes that would fit either of us unlikely yeah that's true so we've got a game plan we got a game plan it would appear that Pim, we got a game plan. <laughs> it seems like you and me need to find a way to get ourselves smuggled inside one of those big boxes containing all the Starforge Black Iron. Right. At that point, we get ourselves loaded onto the cart, which gives Tessa and Wynn time enough to subdue a couple of those zealots, don their clothes, take us to the head take us to the headquarters. How do we know which cart you're in? We will We could punch the top of it because it's just a tarp that's over us, right? We could simply, I don't know, give like one little poke up and... I don't want to... I don't want to like tell that something is fishy with any of the product, all right? How about we, before we jump into the box, we mark it in some way with some symbol that we'll only know to look for that nobody else will. Okay. All right. Uh, which, is, which could be... A, symbol... Uh, like a face? It could be a face. Sure. What if I did two dots for eyes, and then a curved, like he starts carving into the table, like a curved half circle, that like it's smiling, like the face is smiling. Like a smiley face. What's, yeah, a smiling face. Sure. What if I carved a smiling face onto yeah. the onto the box? Sure. Okay. I've I've only just thought of that now. With a little peace sign. Within it, and a flower around it. That seems like... Okay, then it could be just like one of the miner's kids was like bored and sure. carving something. Great. So a smiling face <laughs> with lines. We got it. 
okay. And they all, the four of them, <laughs> clink their water mugs together. Uh, Dirk chugs his water, and they are prepared. Do we want to do this? It's it every be... three-hour intervals, Tessa? When was the first... When was the first um, shipment? When, when did the first train of buggies go out that you all saw? Around midday. Yeah, it was like midday. Midday. I guess like then like 12. Midday, then 3 o'clock. Okay. It would follow yeah. that. And I would like to do this under cover of night if possible. It would follow that. If every three hours they're sending this stuff out, we could get out 9 o'clock or midnight and do this thing. Okay. Yeah. So like which shipment do we make sure that they're in? The midnight one? That way there's, there's enough cloak of darkness to to go? Yeah, but like I need a little bit of sleep. Uh, okay. Tessa, take a nap. You do realize that we're going to try to save Borwood and this might we might not sleep for a couple days, and right? And you were uh, pestering us for not going fast enough. Okay, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Midnight. So they're going to make sure that they're in the midnight shipment. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to find zealots. Basically jump in a box anytime after nine o'clock and that'll be the ones that go out. Okay. And we'll look for the one with a smiling face mm-hmm. and yeah. three lines. A face like it'll look like this. Tess, are you looking at me? <laughs> it'll look like that. Great. Thanks so much mm. for the clarification. I just feel like people haven't seen that symbol before or what it could mean. Maybe not. Right. That's the plan. Do you think that a day is enough time to subdue? Do you need backup to subdue two zealots? Or do you think that the two of you can handle it? And then when just sort of like from one of his daggers, like kind of spins it in the palm of his hand, Chronicles of Riddick style. uh, And then like around his wrist and then straight down. He's like, it's plenty of time. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Dirk is like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Um, I think we made progress on this vow, on who's responsible for the Iron Blight. Yeah. I think we definitely can fill that up. Okay. Um, because boom, we found boom. this mining operation and they're mining Starforge Black Iron. Boom. I agree. Um, this was already done. Okay. So we sleep at the inn. Yeah, we take like a five-hour cat nap. Even though it's nighttime? We could sleep the whole day. Well, it's like 4, 4 p.m., you said, right? Oh, when right. we walked back. Oh, tonight. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it tonight. Tonight. Great. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Okay, amazing. So we don't. We mm-hmm. don't sleep. No sleeping. Um, they clink. They drink their waters. Clink and drink. In their steins. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they pay. And they paid. But Tessa leaves a low tip. Yeah. She didn't like him very much. Tessa. They decide to split off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wynn and Tessa, Mm -hmm. again, start to meander north toward the expedition site, Mm -hmm. or the the expo depot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pim and Dirk sneak down into the mine Uh to look for one of those big cases that get loaded out Mm -hmm. on, I would assume, a mine cart Mm -hmm. coming out of the mine and then back north. And we will pick up 
on that operation next episode. Another <gasps> heist. Another heist. <laughs> it's all about heists in this game. It's all about heists. A, yes. uh, a druidic warrior and uh, a tinkerer. Uh, artificer. <laughs> artificer. Ranger. Really good at sneaking into places and stealing stuff. They're great at it. <laughs> They're fantastic at it. Uh, yeah. See you guys next time. Bye. Hey, Tyler here. Thanks for listening to Basement Fort. If you like what you heard, consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash basementfort. There you'll unlock behind-the-scenes content, exclusive perks, and access to our official Basement Fort community Discord. See you around. Basement Fort.